welcome back to this IFMIL series medical podcast in English for non-native speakers. My name is Alice Byram and I am a family and emergency medicine physician. Today we will be looking at certifying a death in Spain and more specifically Catalonia, plus some considerations as to how certifying a death may change in times of COVID. All information and links are in the show notes. And the IFMIL runs an online CPD accredited course on this subject. Before 2009, certifying a death involved completing two separate documents. One, the certificate itself, and another, the form for the National Bureau of Statistics. As of 2009, this is one single document which is the same in the whole of Spain. In certain, very specific cases, such as if the body is to be transported, embalmed or incinerated, there may be a need for two certificates. The mortuary police regulations or Reglamento de la Policía Sanitaria Mortuaria should be your reference for your cases. The death certificate must be presented within 24 hours to the registry office or the registro of the municipality where the death occurred. As we all know, signing a death certificate is just one of the tasks a doctor undertakes. A death is an emotional time and although we may no longer know the family and friends setup of the person who has died, we have an ethical duty to those left behind. Our help may be practical, having the details of the local funeral homes or religious community leaders. It is worth having the contact details of local funeral directors and leaders with your certification paperwork. Certifying a death in times of COVID, especially at times when tests have not always been available, led to the Barcelona College of Physicians to provide specific guidance. In the case of a laboratory-confirmed COVID diagnosis, which is deemed to be the cause of death, then the fundamental cause of death should be recorded as COVID-19. If there is no laboratory confirmation, And after having reviewed the symptoms and medical history of the patient, the fundamental cause of death should be recorded as COVID-19 not confirmed or COVID-19 not confirmed or as suspected infection of coronavirus or sospita de infección per coronavirus. In England and Wales, the Coronavirus Act 2020 has been brought into place to cover the fact that it may not be the doctor who attended the patient during their last illness. The part last seen by me should be deleted, and if any other doctor has seen them during the last 28 days, then that doctor's name should be inserted there. For the purposes of describing looking after a patient, video consultations, but not phone consultations, are now valid. Guidance has been updated to help non-medical practitioners verify a death, including remote assistance for the process. COVID-19 is an acceptable direct or underlying cause of death and, although a notifiable disease, does not need to be communicated to the coroner in England and Wales. Communicating the cause of death and epidemiological details is always important for public health reasons but even more so in a pandemic. Sometimes accessing the information can be the limiting factor. 
In France, the lack of use of the electronic online system for certifying deaths, especially in pre-hospital contexts, made epidemiological work more complicated at the beginning of the pandemic. In Germany, the Koch Institute recommends at least level 3 PPE for any health professional certifying a death in a COVID-infected corpse. Special attention to aerosols and droplets is to be made when pressing on a corpse's thorax. Cremations in certain German Länder or regions require a second examination of the corpse. In times of COVID, the Koch Institute recommends that a risk-benefit analysis be undertaken before these are carried out. Now that social distancing is required, whether COVID was the cause of death or not, breaking bad news in PPE or personal protective equipment of any level can be challenging. Although much information and research have become available as the pandemic has progressed as to how to best break bad news in telemedicine, there is very little about face-to-face conversation. A paediatric oncologist in Marseille has written of how he has struggled with not using non-verbal ways of communication, including hugging or holding hands when communicating bad news. One of his patients says he thinks he can read his eyes about above his mask. Other publications about pre-hospital breaking bad news in the time of COVID tend to concentrate on making sure people have time to say goodbye to loved ones as they will typically not be seeing them in hospital, whatever the outcome, and also the burden on healthcare workers who are having to communicate this information. Traditionally, the SPIKES model has been used to break bad news. Although by the time you get to the patient to certify a death, the family and friends will usually be aware that the person has died. This may not always be the case. Even when the death is clear, it helps to have a structured procedure to take a level of distress away from the medical profession. SPIKES is an acronym and stands for S. Setting. Set up the interview in a space which is appropriate and away from interruptions with the people who need to be there. P is for perception. Work out what the family and friends have understood about the situation with open-ended questions. Questions about the inevitability of the death may come out at this point. I is for invitation. This involves finding out just how much detail the family want to know about what has happened. Some people may want to know more about if the person knew what they were going through or if they were in pain. Others prefer less information. K is for knowledge. Give knowledge and information to the family and friends according to what they have told you in the perception and invitation stages. Use clear language and avoid medical jargon and ambiguous terms, especially in a hospital setting where the relatives may not have seen the dead body or see a lot of machinery connected, make sure you use the words death. E is for empathy. Identify and recognise the emotions that are being felt. For example, I can imagine you are very sad, but also worried about what will happen now in a pandemic. S is strategy and summary. This is the time to explain what will be happening now, what steps the relatives need to take and in what time frame. It is also a good moment to give them any contact details. 
So that is S for setting, P for perception, I for invitation, K for knowledge, E for empathy, and S for strategy and summary. Finally, certifying a death, as mentioned previously, is a highly emotive time for all involved, and as such, the healthcare professional may also need some help. In Barcelona, for the past 20 years, the PIMM, or P-A-I-M-M, service has been helping doctors deal with their own health issues. Similar services are provided by other professional medical institutions, and this is a theme we will be returning on to later on in this series. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to automatically receive new episodes as they become available.